Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello and welcome. Yeti, Bigfoot, Squatch, we've all heard of him. Is he a random forest beast, an intergalactic being, or a keeper of the earth? That's today's topic. Hi, I'm Camille. This is Brenda Sue. This is Chandra. Hi, it's Lynn. Hey, y'all, it's Aaron. Thanks for joining us again. You're here with the crew of OMG, the podcast. Welcome back, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to apologize in advance because this is my favorite topic. Chandra <laughs> is taking control. Sit back. Don't mm. apologize. Just put your furry slippers on <laughs> and listen. We've talked about this, the topic before on the podcast. I have been a fan of the Squatch Man since I was very, very young. So this is going to be a lot of fun for me. And so. we have had some Squatch sightings. Squatch experiences. Mm-hmm. Squatch experiences. I love that. Together. Absolutely. So we're going to share those as well. So yeah. So hang hang on. Of course, we'll save those for later. Yeah. <laughs> we got to keep you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> so for many years, I've had a lot of, I've had questions, things will come up and I'll, I'll think, could, is this a possibility? Is that a possibility? I'm really curious of where you guys land, like, like in your bones, in your heart of hearts. What do you guys feel like? the Squatch Bigfoot phenomenon is. Who wants to go first? I feel like I know the least, so I'll just real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that the fascination around it, like, is he real? Yes, of course, in my mind. But I think the fascination around it is people wanting to see or witness or experience something larger than themselves, quite literally, in this sense. And that's sort of like, the mystery around this, like, are you going to be the one to, to spot it or to photograph it or to find a footprint or whatever? And so the the wanting to believe in something larger than yourself or bigger than you, I think. So Squatch is God. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a Loch Ness monster or something. Yeah. Right. The whole cryptozoological mm-hmm. phenomenon thing. Yes. So my personal feeling, this is Brenda Sue, is that... It's possible. There's different species of them, kind of like there's different species of human beings. And some may be more land-based. And I think some are galactic. And I think they reside in a different dimensional frequency. And so I don't know why they allow some people to see them and others not to. That's really strange to me. But I've seen them in my mind's eye. And then we got stories about that. Mm -hmm. But I'll keep you waiting. So, Lynn, what do you think? I think there's a lot of things that are out there that we can't necessarily see. And um, I had the conversation with Chandra about people believe in angels with wings. Yeah. And then you say Bigfoot and they're like, no. And I'm like, but you've never seen an angel either. Or I have, but I've also seen Bigfoot. <laughs> That's a whole different story. You've seen a lot of stuff. But in my experience... And me and Chandra actually have a story about why I even see Bigfoot. But I think the Bigfoot is an interdimensional being. 
Yeah. Like a protector. I can agree with that, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a portal tender. I think he's an earth keeper. I think he's um, like a vortex tender, all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would make total sense. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally Camp Brenda on this. Mm. I think there are different, just like in humans, there are different vibrational levels. There are different levels of awakening, if you will. And I feel like there's, it's the same thing with that particular species. I think the, the ones that people tend to just go hiking in the woods and see maybe the, on the lower vibrational end, whereas you have on the higher vibrational ends, the ones that are able to, that are multidimensional, that are portal keepers or that are able to appear through portals or things like that. I'm definitely on the scale. Like, yeah. I, I feel like there's a scale of, of them. There's not just like, you know, one big foots in the Pacific <laughs> Northwest and everybody's yeah. seeing the same thing. I agree. Yeah. Cause they talk about, you know, seeing people have stories of, I saw a Bigfoot and then they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's like, interdimensional that's not just like a physical yeah big gorilla right Right. there's grainy footage out there to be seen but inconclusive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's also footprints yeah but my theory on the grainy footage is if they are a multi-dimensional being and they're energetic beings and there's always portals around is that energy going to affect the Photography equipment and the technology. Mm-hmm. Just a question. I mean, girl, we have a little spirit circle up here and it affects the hell out of the computer. So I am sure Pretty that right. that's the case. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who talk about that they see um, fairy lights or blue orbs mm-hmm. or yes. UFO type situations mm-hmm. when they have a Bigfoot experience. So, again, I, f- I feel like that's all multidimensional, energetic type stuff happening mm-hmm. as well. So I was on at my favorite hiking spot that has a lot of energy this week. And there's a lot of beings up there, whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) And I've seen um, a spacecraft up there before. Yeah. If y'all didn't think I was crazy before, now you know it. (laughs) Um, We're not going to leave you there. (laughs) (laughs) But the last time that I saw that spacecraft was up there on the hill, there was a lot of different galactic beings of all different shapes and sizes and looks. And there was also a Squatch being too. So I don't know if they travel together, you know, I don't know how that works, but it seems like there's some sort of connection with that. For sure. Well, and I don't even really consider myself quote unquote energy sensitive. Like I don't, I don't sense their beings in the room or, you know, anything Mm. like that too often. But, um, I do remember one time in spe- specifically that I was with you in that particular forested area. And there's this one little section that's kind of like a hill comes down, there's the path, and then it keeps continues on down to like a creek. And you're, you kind of have to be careful walking through there because it's, it's fairly narrow. But on the other side of the creek, it goes up like the side of a gorge to a very large hill. And I always get verklempt going through that section. <laughs> like I've, I either get like nauseous, but something will happen out of breath and it's relatively flat. I don't know, but I just saw system. Yeah, absolutely. Something, something always affects me through that area. And I remember one time we were walking through there and I said, there's something on top of that hill. I just felt like we were being watched. Mm. I I felt like there was something and I felt like it was large 
And I said, Brenda, I feel like there's something really big up there watching. She goes, oh, yeah, that's where I see Squatch all the time. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) Yeah, but the funny thing is, is that I have not seen it physically. I've just seen it through my intuitive vision. And Chandra and Lynn might have a story for you later about Mm. seeing with their physical eye. Mm. But it's just like I know it and I can see it in my mind's eye. And then having you guys say, oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. So that story will come later. Let's talk about some other stuff before we start talking about our sightings. Can I ask a question just really quick? Yeah, I kind of aimed at everyone. Okay, so I'm going to describe the stereotypical Bigfoot that I see in my mind's eye. Mm -hmm. Tell me if you agree or disagree. I'm thinking about nine to 11 feet tall, hairy all over, half Mm -hmm. man, half ape, huge hands, huge feet, ducking between forests, Mm -hmm. you know, between trees in the forest. Is that what you see as well? Or do you have any tweaks or see anything different? That's how I see it. That's exactly how I see him. Okay. When I've seen him once in my mind's eye, like in a spirit circle, that's what I pictured as well. Okay. Chandra? What I and I, and I'm not sure if it's because it's been so indoctrinated, you know, the the cone head and the hunched shoulders mm-hmm. and the hunched back or whatever. But I do say in my mind's eye when I see it, it's definitely that profile. Yeah. I do have one story that happened when I was very, very young. And my spirit guides have since confirmed that it was real, that this really happened. Going back to my very messed up childhood. Um, <laughs> it made you funny. It did. It, it did. brought us all together because we yeah. all got fucked up ones ourselves. <laughs> I guess I was maybe six, seven years old. And I was home alone with my grandmother. Hmm. And she was not very maternal. <laughs> And I don't remember why I was alone with her, but I do remember that every light in the living room was on. And that was very unusual. Like we didn't use the overhead light very often, but every light in the room was on. And I could see to the kitchen windows and those windows, we we lived in a brick ranch, but it had a basement. And those windows were kind of like a story and a half Mm -hmm. off the ground. And I saw a shadow go by the window. It was nighttime. It was dark outside. But the shadow wasn't darker than the dark. Like you think about seeing something walk by, it's going to be blacker than the black, right? Well, this was very gray-ish. And it was like the typical Sasquatch in motion, you know, Mm -hmm. this, you know, the the hunched back, the profile. Yeah. But it was only from like the chest up. And, you know, I said, I think I just saw Bigfoot. And of course, my grandma went to this, like, there's no way it's not real, you know, just berated me to no end. That like I, that, you were crazy, but it's hard. It's got every light in the house on. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Graham. <laughs> but beyond that, of course, I was, you know, a little, my woo-woo and crazy came through as a child. And so, of course, I never wanted to sleep yeah. because there was always, there was always stuff to see and stuff to think about and, you know, all mm-hmm. this stuff. And my grandparents would go outside the bedroom window and make Bigfoot noises to scare me to go to sleep. <sighs> Speaking of trauma, I, I, speaking I of trauma. literally, I just you heard were right about that. That's a trauma. Okay. Yeah. Put that shit on a t-shirt or coffee mug. Well, but little did they know I was not scared. I was like, oh, Bigfoot's outside. Let's go outside. Well, you know, oh. let's go, you know, let's go find him. But here recently, my, um, my guides, I, I asked my guides if that was after Lynn and I had our experience, um, mm-hmm. asked my guides if that was real. And I got a, a very strong yes. Um, I get this feeling between my eyebrows that get, it gets really numb and it gets very twitchy when it's a when it's a strong yes Ooh. and i got a yes and 
after that, I saw like the face of a Bigfoot in my mind's eye. And he told me he'd been a protector guide for me for, for my whole life. Not the protector guide, but he comes in and out of my life when he feels like I require it. So Aww. that was, I was being protected and he allowed me to see him, which I thought was very, very interesting, very fun. And I think you've always felt safe whenever you, we've had those experiences too. It's not yes. like, like people talk about how scared they are and how, you know, it freaks them out, but don't give me right. <laughs> boogeyman. But how you feel safe. And I yeah. felt safe with the things that we've experienced experience. together yeah. as well. I didn't feel like it was out to get me. That's why I think there's different vibrational levels of mm -hmm. them. That's what I was just thinking was like, because you're none of y'all are inviting that low, scary, like harmful vibration. So none of those are going to like appear in your consciousness anyways, is right. what I felt. Absolutely. Yep. I agree with that because that, that ties back with spirits in general. Like yeah, if you're high vibe, you're not going to attract low vibe spirits. They might see you and be like, Oh shit, we better go. She's going to send us back to the light. Mm -hmm, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> so you don't really have that experience in your life unless you are vibing low drugs, depression, mm -hmm. those kinds of or active, issues. Actively trying to call it in. Right. That part too. Yeah. And we ain't doing that. No, mm -hmm. we ain't about that. So uh, this is another theory that I've had and I, I, I want to run it by you guys and see what you think if it resonates. So there's so many Native American cultures and other older, older cultures in the United mm -hmm. States, like the um, Louisiana Cajun that, that all have a version of a cryptozoological type creature that they call a shapeshifter. Mm -hmm. So there's like the Algonquin have the Wendigo in Louisiana. There's the Rougarou. There's in Texas, the Chupacabra. The Chupacabra. <laughs> the Chupacabra. Um, in the Harrison River Valley in the Pacific Northwest, there's a mountain called Mount Sasquatel. Mm -hmm. And it was the Stahelis Native American group. Field trip. Yeah. Mm -hmm, right. <laughs> but this was this was this was like a um sacred site for them. And then the name means where they gather. Ooh. Okay. Okay. And Stahelis actually comes from a word that means shapeshifter. Mm. And it was I thought that these creatures could turn into like rocks or trees or animals and and disappear and disappear. So my question is, have certain groups used the word, quote unquote, shapeshifter as a way to describe multidimensional when they didn't have the word multidimensional? That makes total sense. Yeah. Do you it see really that does. as like time traveler shapeshifter mm -hmm. or is that a different thing for you? I'm going to get a little esoteric because I don't see time as a linear thing. It's more gotcha. circular. I would say yes and. Mm -hmm. Like multidimensional can mean different time. It can also mean different galactic layers. It, it, mm -hmm. Dimensions don't necessarily just mean time or location. They mean they can mean both. Right. Parallel lines, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. Yeah. When you asked that question, Camille, I got resistance to it. Like I was like, no, not time traveling. And then I literally heard time is not real. And then you started talking. <laughs> and I was like, of course, spirit. Now we're getting real deep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So y'all go better pour yourself a glass of something strong, whatever that is. If it's coffee or Prosecco, you do that and we'll be right back. All right, guys, thanks for hanging with us in the break. And we are back. We are continuing our conversation about the 
Sasquatch Bigfoot phenomenon. And we've talked about this several times on the podcast of like when something resonates, when you just kind of know something is real, you get that like goosebumpy electrical Mm -hmm. feeling over your skin. And we've all jokingly called that spirit chills, right? Yeah. Well, the Stahelis people felt like seeing them was very good fortune and that they talked about how the interactions caused you to have a physical, a physical reaction. They actually talked about that. And I've had several instances where I've seen things on, you know, whatever YouTube or or whatever. And I've seen pictures where they've said, this is the face of a Sasquatch. Yeah. And I'll look at it and I'll go, "Mm, that's CGI or that's not real. You can know. And then the, when then one will pop up and it will give me the freaking chills like no other. And it's also the same with um, like recordings of different calls. Like some of them, I'll hear it and, and nothing. But, the, but then there are certain recordings where I totally get that like head to toe. Um, like I know that sound. Yeah, exactly. Do any of you guys also have those kinds of experiences when you like with, with anything related to this topic? Have you like seen pictures or whatever that just like you just kind of it kind of like resonated and you're like, oh, God, that's that could be real. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is um, it's not like, quote unquote, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, but I feel that way about like witches, which mm-hmm. could be a totally different episode. But like the I feel like there are a lot of people who like the quote unquote, like witchy aesthetic, if that makes sense, right. like the look of being witchy or like swamp you know, maybe even like Cajun or Creole sort of roots or whatever. And then there are people who are like, like align their vibration to Mm -hmm. like actually be like practicing things like crystals or magic or spell casting or whatever. So I don't know. Anyways, that could be, that's a whole other side tangent back to the foot. (laughs) (laughs) Always back to the, back to the foot. Sure. Oh my God. That may be the episode. I'm just kidding. with me, but. Okay. Here's another theory that I have. So you guys tell me what you what you think about this. And again, I have no basis for any of this stuff other than it's things that have occurred to my mind. And I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. I wonder just kind of like neutral observer kind of thing. But everyone talks about like, well, why haven't we found a body? Why isn't there any evidence? Why is the only thing that we find prints? Does like, he have family? Right. Where why, are they? Where are they? Um, is he the father? <laughs> um, <laughs> where's Maury when you need him? That's Maury. <laughs> um, but so my question is, okay, anything that is physical, like hair or other physical samples like scat and things like that. Right. If, okay, let's make, <laughs> let's make the argument that he is a multidimensional or she is a multidimensional being. Right. Would it then make sense that anything physical that they may have left behind goes back through the portal with them? Ooh, it does indeed. That's a- Time traveling poop. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I like, like the way you think, Kachandra. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, but that would explain why there's only tracks left. And right. Lynn, you were watching this video the other night, why there's so many instances of where people will find these huge tracks that they can't explain that just end. That right. Right. They just go away. There's like and there's, someone was beamed up, Scotty. Exactly. Um, yeah. In the snow. Like, where did the tracks go? They just completely stop. That's pretty cool. And I also think like even the ones that might be in the physical, like if they like pass away mm-hmm. on the planet, 
then the other ones just come get it. I agree with that. Like they're not just going to leave it there. Like, right. would, would you leave your family in the dirt? Like, yeah. some of them. <laughs> yeah, sorry, another episode. <laughs> like we talked earlier. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy to be on that episode. Mm-hmm. With you, but anyway, It'll be a six-parter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think, Lynn? Like, with your research or your thoughts on it with what you've heard or listened to or well you know a lot of the people that they were interviewing that had actually seen the squatch they were hesitant to come forward because of fear of ridicule right and i think i specifically got that message because like i was like oh my god am i gonna go on the podcast and tell everybody that i saw the big foot and and I was like, oh, my God, people are just going to think I'm crazy. And I'm like, wait, they already think that. So right. it's fine. We talk about seeing Grandma Ruby. I mean, like, I mean, right. really, what's the difference? Right. right. There, right. I don't think there is any difference. Grandma Ruby, she's on a different dimension. And right. I think the Squatch are, too. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, and again, I'm going to geek out. So yep. do it, if, girl. Yeah. Keep scrolling if you don't want to hear the geeky side. Shine your light. <laughs> but <laughs> it fascinates me how. The phenomenon goes back so far, like, and I know recorded history for humans is very short, but like, um, there was this author and he compiled a list of like 1,340 sightings just between the 19th and the 20th century. And the first footprints that were ever documented go back to 1811 Mm -hmm. by an explorer named David Thompson. So, I mean... That's 200 years. And I'm sure there was plenty of stuff before that. It just wasn't recorded on for history. Exactly. In a yeah. way we can decipher. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Wow. I, mean, I mean, but, you know, there's Native American culture that has documented with mm-hmm. like cave drawings and, and things and oral tradition and those right. type of things. But like folk tales. Another thing that that kind of just like gives me the chills, it's kind of like one of the synchronicity kind of things, was the word Bigfoot was coined in 1958 in an article in the Humboldt Times that was about a man named Ray Wallace who supposedly found these giant footprints near Bluff Creek. And for his whole life, he was like, you know, yeah, I found these, found these crazy prints, found these crazy prints. After his death, his children came forward and said, yeah, that was a prank. It was never real. He just, he fooled everybody. When I heard that story, my first thing was, y'all were ashamed of your daddy. And the oh. second thought was, that's why you don't have children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because a scant nine, ten years later, the best video of a Sasquatch ever made, the Patterson-Gimlin film, was filmed where? Let's say it with me, children. Bluff Creek. Bluff Creek. Oh. So cool. And they've, they've done so much testing and different things with that video. Mm-hmm. Right? And they've analyze it to the point where you know they can see like ripples under the flesh they've identified they actually call that that particular specimen if you want to use that word patty because you can actually see breasts it's a female Hmm. so i just i just find that all that fascinating that it's you know it's all in the same area all the history of like the stuff that we know about that creature came from the same place and i know a lot of the sightings that we see and that we 
a tribute to you know Sasquatch, Bigfoot, come from the Pacific Northwest. Mm. And Harry and the Hendersons. Exactly. The logical part of me is like, well, of course, because if something like that was going to exist on this planet, you know, that's the perfect place. There's not a lot of human development. There's plenty of resources, food, water, blah, blah, blah. But I also wonder if it doesn't have to do with like, are there more sacred sites? Like there's Mount Shasta. There's there's so much more Native American history in that particular region. How does that? We're not too far from Pilot Mountain here in the triad. I mean, that stuff is everywhere. Mm -hmm. Isn't there even a Squatch Museum in In North Carolina? Yes. Yeah. The Uwari Forest has. That's it. Lots of Mm -hmm. sightings. And that's only about 20 minutes from where I live now, out in my neck of the literal woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe we'd go ahead. So I was listening to an episode of a podcast, one that I listened to is called Sasquatch Odyssey. If anybody's interested in Mm -hmm. the Squatch stuff, there's a lot of episodes, so you won't be disappointed. (laughs) And I was, it's called Discovering Bigfoot is the name of the uh, episode in particular that I was listening to. But the guy was talking about a sighting that these two campers had. I think it was in Colorado, but don't you listen to it yourself. And they were in like this remote area and they were camping together and they were sitting around the fire and they hear all this crashing and banging and like something coming. And they see a Bigfoot, this huge Bigfoot, and it's running from something. And then they said chasing it, which they didn't tell this on the episode that they did with this man, but they told him afterwards was a 400 pound cat. Hmm. Named Patty. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Full circle. So speaking of like other dimensional mm-hmm. creatures, mm-hmm. so had both of these things run through a dimensional portal and they had come into our earth plane and then they were like predator prey for yeah. each other in that place. Or were they playing? Mm. I don't know. A little Tom and Jerry situation. Exactly. Regardless of reason, I'd be like, y'all get on down to him. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd that's be doing. Right. Y'all get. <laughs> don't come back now you're here. Nope. Well, that's so cool and scary. Like, and it scary. Kind of, Can you believe? I mean, I wouldn't want to spend the night there. No. No. With a 400 pound cat? No. Like, no. It, it's sort of um, the size, I think, is what kind of like spooks me but not like the energy of it i guess mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. like because right. it's like they they ain't here for my ass that, you know like <laughs> they got a higher purpose <laughs> surely. yeah that's true <laughs> well and um also the earth keepers podcast has mm-hmm. some very um that's a good one informative yeah. episodes on Squatch. she talks about how she's like actually worked with right worked with them in the past and yeah and our friend carrie carrie, carrie was there, just right? on yeah. yeah on the earth tenders podcast mm-hmm. doing light link yeah, doing light language. Yeah. Awesome. That's another good podcast to check out if you're interested in like the earth spirits and elementals mm-hmm. and how to work with your land. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Miss Lynn Green, let's get into the goods. Okay. Are we gonna are we gonna give up the goods? We're gonna give up the goods. Are we gonna talk about our stories. We can talk about some stories. We got some. Is that where we're going? Let's go. All right, let's do it. I wanna hear Lynn's version of this story because I know my version of it. I'm I'm I wanna hear somebody else tell it. Well, which night? I know, right? <laughs> because is it the Beltane? I'm sorry, let me get over here. Is it the Beltane <laughs> night or is it the night in the in the woods? The dark woods. In the dark woods. The dark woods. Mm. When the full moon. Or was it the one after that? <laughs> I mean it was both. It was which both. one do you want to tell first? Good times, good times. That's right. <laughs> well, okay, my first recent experience. 
was the full moon night. Yes. In the woods. And what I saw was, again, the stereotypical hunched back cone head. The moon was full. There was a section of trees and there were these two trees that were maybe 10 feet apart. Mm -hmm. And I saw the silhouette of something that looked like a squatch. And I thought, well, that's just like a tree stump or something. But of course, it looked like squatch. Of course, I'm going to stand there and watch it just in case. Right. (laughs) So I stood there for a good 10 or 15 minutes and it moved Mm -hmm. so slowly that you couldn't see it moving. Wow. But if I took my eyes off of it and looked back, it wasn't where it was before. Like in the course of the 10 minutes, it went between the two trees, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't perceptually see it move. Wow. Okay. But I keep watching it and keep watching and keep watching it. Well, our friend Carrie was with us in the woods and she just flowed into some light language out of nowhere. And I can't remember the words or what it sounded like that she said, but whatever she said gave me chills. It sounded like Sasquatch. I was going to say. It did. It did. It gave me chills. And in that moment, the shadow that I saw collapsed into a ball, turned into a ball of blue light and shot up into the air. And that that energy put her on her, like on her hands and knees Mm -hmm. on the ground. Wow. She did a light language transmission. And I hadn't said anything about what I was seeing. She didn't know what I was seeing. So that was just. I don't know. It was a magical experience, but it was also kind of like, what the, where did that come from? Wow. Yeah. The one that I keep thinking about is the one we saw on Belting. Belting. Yeah. And there was a lot going on that night. I'll just say that, but there wasn't any drinking or any kind of like substance going on. I'll just say that to begin with. And there wasn't at the the full moon night either. There wasn't anything like that going on. And so at the at the Beltane we went to, the, he was standing between two trees, and I kept seeing him. And he, it was kind of shadowy, but also kind of like matrixy looking to me. It, it to me it almost looked like heat yeah, waves coming yes, off the pavement. That's, that's exactly. It was like waves. And, so let me let me back okay, up the one section. Okay, go ahead, because you and Brenda were standing there and you were looking off into the woods like you were seeing something. And I was kind of walking up to you guys and I'm like, oh, there's some stuff going on in the woods. So I walked, <laughs> I walked, that <laughs> I walked over and I'm like, are you guys seeing something? What's going on? And you're like, there's squatch energy. And I'm like, the what? And so you're like, look over there. Brenda wasn't seeing it. I was seeing it in my mind's eye and my like, but I was not seeing it physically. physically. But yeah. I saw what you saw. Yeah, I was seeing it like a wave of energy between two trees. And we were standing there, me and Chandra and Brenda was there. We were watching it. And I was getting ready to say, oh my God, he just waved. But Chandra grabs my arm and she said, he just waved at us. And I was like, okay, so we're both seeing the, the the exact same thing. And he just wanted to come in and like say hello to Chandra because you know, he don't or, care nothing about me. But, <laughs> apparently. But while we were standing there, it was like you could see it did. It looked like layers. Like mm-hmm. you would see a leg mm-hmm. come through. You could see the foot. But then the further it got up the leg, the like more it faded out. Yeah. So it was it was really was like it was coming through different doorways. Yeah. And you never saw the full figure, the full figure. Mm-hmm. Right. Until it waved. And then it was like the 
like half of the top half stepped yeah. out to the side and the arm went up yeah and waved at us and then it was like almost when it went back everything just collapsed mm-hmm. yeah right yeah and then i can't remember how it happened we got on the text chain do you remember how that happened okay i remember how it happened okay. so the day that i got the message that that squatch was my uh, protector guide and that the thing that happened to me when i was little was real I had been meditating on the thing that happened in the woods and was that real, you know, whatever. And as I was, you know, meditating, I got the message that I can't, I can't, I was asking why did, why did it happen? Like, was it real and why did it happen? And my guys were telling me that you've been getting the message that you need more joy in your life for a while and you kind of weren't doing anything about it. So we knew that this would bring you a lot of happiness. So mm-hmm. we arranged it and i don't remember if i asked a question or if it just came through but they told me that lynn was involved because she helped raise my vibration to the point i could see it because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a channeler i'm not a seer right i don't i don't see a lot of stuff and so wh- so i text her and i'm like girl guess what my guy's just thinking i got a big revelation guess what my guy just told me and so then i started laughing and i said okay but i didn't tell you this and i'm reading the text off of my phone now. But after our encounter in the woods, I tried to tune into them. I was able to, but what they said to me was, the only reason you can see us is because of her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, y'all don't like me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Aries Um, energy. (laughs) They're like, no, we don't like you. (laughs) So what they were saying is that the only reason that I was able to see them is because I needed to help Chandra see them. And it it had absolutely nothing to do with me. Wow. (laughs) Exactly. You're welcome for that experience. (laughs) But I'm, you know, I'm thankful for the experience. It It was was a wild thing. It was quite wild. And I would just make a side note that if I hadn't seen it for myself, I probably wouldn't believe it. Well, and then later on that night, we went around to a different section of the woods and we were looking in. And you know how everybody talks about seeing the big, the big red eyes, mm-hmm. like the the mm-hmm. eyes shine, and they're so big and they're so far apart. Yeah, yeah, we saw, saw that them. too. We yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff like in this little spot that was like things were coming out at you, like faces and mm-hmm. movement and, and the blue pen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was another crazy another episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like Fantasia. Yeah, <laughs> real life. It was. It, it was, was crazy. It was crazy. But I, I will say that. Since that encounter, I have had a lot more situations where I'd be I'd be meditating and talking to my guides and I would get like a very clear, just like shoulders up image of the face of a Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. I've had that happen several times. And I think it's just like I feel like it's not necessarily a message, but just like I'm still here, you know. Yeah. We're still connected. Checking in. Yeah. And I think as as we all know, we're creators. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So why wouldn't we create that? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I keep forgetting to talk in the microphone. It's a learning curve. <laughs> Whoopsie, <pupsy. laughs> Whoopsie. Well, but too, we, we create our reality and based on our vibration, we call in what we're right, what we're aligned to. So right. that's what we're actively trying to right. bring right. into our lives. <laughs> we should video this because this is quite entertaining. Um, you can't see us not in agreement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was, um, that was a good night. 
Yeah. They have been. Mm -hmm. They have been. That's why I, you know, in the episode we talked about introducing you, Lynn, to the group, like, I feel like we could talk so much about spiritual development and how having a community of people that you can experience things with helps you to grow and learn and can just move you forward. If you want to fast track on spiritual growth, then just get yourself a group of friends that are doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and shit is going to blow up. I Mm -hmm. totally agree. It's like your spiritual cycles sync. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So get your spiritual tampons ready, honey. (laughs) The river is going to (laughs) flow. But I mean, it really, it really like, if you're actively trying to raise your vibration and you're yeah. around other people who are of similar or slightly higher, they're going to pull you mm-hmm. up to that level. So. Yeah. To yeah. new heights. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So go find yourself some friends. And some squatch <laughs> friends, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And keep yeah. listening to us because we're that's what we're here for. Because we're your friends. Yeah. Creating mm-hmm. a community. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing I'm really excited about on the podcast is like watching the community grow. Grow. Yeah, me too. And hoping I can help like amplify that. Oh, absolutely. You will. Well, you are already. Yeah, we are. Very Very glad to have you. Mm -hmm. All right. Do we have any more Squatch stories? I think I'm out. All right. Oh, I just wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) So I just want. I need another glass of Prosecco. (laughs) Whatever. Y'all go ahead. Speak your truth. (laughs) Aries energy. (laughs) Hello. Hello. See how easily we get sidetracked. But I wanted to share a couple of podcasts that I okay. listen to that are good, sassy, squatchy mm-hmm. podcasts. So Sasquatch Odyssey mm-hmm. on all of the usual places. And there's another one. Let me find it. I'm looking. I'm on my phone, y'all. Oh, geez. And of course, I can't find it. <clears throat> one moment. Well, there's a bunch of them, but that's the one I was listening to today that I mentioned in in the show so sasquatch odyssey there's like 369 episodes so go and like binge yourself some some episodes wow yeah so absolutely that was so much fun i know thank you thank you guys for we're out of the squatch closet yeah (laughs) for indulging my passion (laughs) oh my god of course all right so we will see you guys on the next episode we love you all and thanks for listening Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.